0: Welcome to Confessions of a Martial Arts School Owner, episode number 11. I hope you guys have enjoyed the uh, last couple of podcasts. I've really enjoyed putting them together for you, and I want to thank you guys for the ratings and review on iTunes. Uh, we, I really appreciate it. Um and the the conversation in the Facebook group. Um why I, I just want to uh you know put these episodes out there and really start a conversation. I'd love to see what other people are doing. And I really want to see what other people are doing with this week's topic. Um this week I wanna talk a little bit, we're about halfway through the summer here in the US, and I wanna know what you guys are doing for your summer promotions. What's been successful for you? Um Let's. I'll go over a little bit of what I've been doing, um, what I hear other people are doing, and how they're being successful, um, what my results have been thus far, and then I want to know what you guys are doing. And for that to happen, you need to join us in our private Facebook group. You can do that by texting the word CONFESSIONS to the number 33444 and join the group. So, summer specials. I have uh, played with a couple of different ones. Currently, my summer schedule or my summer special is a, a 50% off our introductory lesson. Almost always, we run a five-class test drive is what we call it, and that is uh, $29.99. Now, if you think, oh man, that's ridiculously cheap one of the things that I want you to do is go back and listen to episode number six. And that talks about my community, my thoughts on the differences between different schools and different um, socioeconomic areas and different lots of different things. So uh, definitely go back and listen to episode number six if you haven't yet um, because that'll give you some context to kind of the things that I am trying to do. So... I usually run a five-class test drive. It's uh, five classes and a private lesson that is kind of their first uh, step in the door uh, with a uniform for $29.99, so $30. Mm, I'm running uh, for a short time a, a special. It's going on right now on my as I record this, so by the time you listen, it might be over, but... Um, on our Facebook page, uh, on uh, some social media um, advertising, we're doing a fifty percent off that introductory lesson or that introductory uh, program. So it's fifteen bucks instead of thirty dollars for the five class test drive. So far, honestly, it's not all that great. It's not working fantastic. Um, it it doesn't seem to have uh, either. I haven't got the information out there enough, or you know, it just isn't hit people, I'm not sure. Um, so I've, I've debated different things and trying different things. Um, I would be very interested in knowing what you are doing. Are there specific things that you're doing this summer to attract new students? Um, are there specific deals that you are doing? Are you keeping everything the same and just doing different kinds of uh, events during the summer? I know a lot of schools struggle in the summer because of different events uh, it's people out of town for vacations, you know, different tournaments and things going on. That it just the summertime seems extra busy, and I certainly have that issue in that it's extra busy. Classes seem to have stayed steady, um, but we we certainly, well, I shouldn't say that. We we have had a, a good number of new inquiries and students this last month, um, but. Uh, not necessarily because of a special deal that we're running. I know a lot of schools out there that are running summer camps and doing summer camp programs. Uh, In in the future, I want to do an episode on after-school programs and kind of talk about that a little bit. But for now, um, I'll just bring up the fact that I know a lot of people are doing summer camps and using those as great income generators, and uh, keeping their schools busy and students involved uh, during the summertime. For my community, summer camp isn't really something that is very viable. Or if it is, I ha- I would have to do it at such a discounted price that it, it's just not going to be um, economically feasible. Um, I don't have personally the time to do it, and to pay staff to do it, um, I would have to charge a fee that is above what some of the local camps do. We we only have two real like summer-long camps. Um, one is our local YMCA, which does charge a pretty decent fee, um, and the other one is our local um, parks department, and they charge such an inexpensive fee that there is just no way um, to to you know compete with that and then bet- between those two parks um, that that pretty much covers the the need in our community um, like I said if you if you go back and listen to episode number six you'll you'll learn more about my community and and the area in that I live and it's just for us, a, a summer camp wouldn't be a good outreach. Um, we do some like this summer. We we did a one week training camp for our students, you know, to train and earn a new belt and things, and that was very successful. We had fourteen people uh, enroll in that, and uh, that was awesome. But to do that as a consistent a consistent summer activity is just not there. And even to do the kind that we did more than once during the summer, uh, we just don't have that many people who would be able to afford it. And uh, you know, the price we'd have to charge to make it worthwhile for for my instructors uh, is not not going to happen. So for us, that's not a very viable thing. Though I see a lot of schools out there just rocking the summer camp programs, which is fantastic. I have been doing some things over the summer that that have. Uh, that will help. Um, I, I've both of these summer camps. I am friends with. You know, the, they're in our community, and they know our school and stuff. And so every summer, I do get the opportunity to to talk in front of these camps. And I just went last week and did a, a bullying prevention talk with them. And uh, we usually have a daycare that comes by every summer that we do a thing with as well. So there are these groups that I am able to contact and reach out to that are good lead generators for us. Um, but, you know, it, it's not, I don't know. I think a lot of times you look at these these day camp things, and it, again, it depends on your community, but sometimes um, they're not necessarily the ideal client. Um, That is going to commit to your school Another thing probably what will be the absolute most successful for our school this summer is a Is a huge kids event here in town called Kids City and this is an event that is free for the community we have people who come from all around for this thing and You know thousands of kids go through and we're going to be running a recruiting station in there and um Getting, We'll get a lot of leads from that and uh, have to follow up and, and schedule introductory lessons and things. So I think this year there we're going to run – in the past I've done a board breaking station. I don't know if you guys have done this before, but um, where – the the students come in and we teach them a short like five minute lesson. We show the, the they have to bow to their parents. We talk to them about respect and focus as part of um, being a martial artist and setting goals. Uh, and it's all structured out. And then at the end they break these this board. And it's one of those thin dub, uh, uh, demo boards, um, so it's not a not a big one. Um, and you know we'd run hundreds of kids through that during this Kid City event. I, I think we might do that, um, but I, I'm playing with the idea of doing this this thing called the sticker game um, I don't know if you've, you've heard of this before but some schools are doing it in uh, their presentations uh, that every kid gets this sticker and the sticker has a number on it and there's a winning number and the winner the winning number gets a um, like two months of martial arts free with a uniform or something like that and after the presentation, the parents have to call the school to see if theirs was the winning number. And so you have the opportunity to, to say, oh, you know, I'm sorry. Obviously, one, one person is the winner, and you give them that, that prize. And everybody else, you say, oh, I'm sorry, you're not the winner, but because you called and you were at this presentation, we have this special deal for you. And you book an appointment then. I'm playing with the idea of doing that at our kid city this year just because I don't know if I will have the manpower to set appointments at the actual event and I would, um, this gives me the opportunity to have them um, call and spread out the the calls a little more. So I'm playing with that idea. So what are you doing for the summertime? what are you doing to keep your school busy to keep um, your students motivated uh, to enroll new students to get out in the community Um, i know there are different kinds of activities out there Um, we have a a 4-h community fair that's coming up Um, i stopped advertising of that because again there it's a different kind of clientele at that event and they're not the ideal client for my school Um, where Kid City is a much better fit. We don't have any uh, summertime parade. We don't have a 4th of July parade. Um, In the past, we have done some things uh, down by the lake where they do the fireworks during the 4th of July. Um, But again, not our ideal target. Um, That seems to be the the biggest issue for me is finding the location with the ideal um, client. Kid City is, is the closest one, I would say, to that. Are you doing movie promotions? You know, are you doing things at the movie theater uh, when new movies come out? You know, has that been successful for you? What uh, kind of activities? Um, you know, what are you doing to keep your your students involved in coming when they have the opportunity to do vacations and things like that? Um, I know Hyper runs uh, some great summer things. Uh, we're a, a Hyper school, and they have always um, one of the things that they've suggested are these ticket contests, and I found those to be fun. Um, I really am not sure how. I've not seen, and I could totally be wrong, but I haven't seen that it's really motivated our students that much more to attend class. Um, if they weren't motivated to attend class before, um, the ticket contest, I don't think, for, for us, has really got them that much more motivated. It has been an exciting thing to do in the past and something I will continue to do. I, I decided not to do this summer just because I had a bunch of other things going on. But, uh, you know, has that been successful for you? For you? I'd really be interested in knowing. Um, this is where I want you to, to tune in. This this episode is gonna be a little bit shorter because I want you to hop over to the, the private group and uh, join the conversation. Um, let others who are listening, um, and myself, know what you're doing as part of your summer promotions. Is there a special deal that you're running that has been really successful? Um, a special, how are you getting new leads during the summer? How are you keeping your students motivated? Is there no difference for your school? Have you not seen a, an increase or decrease in the number of students attending or inquiries and things like that? Um, I just want to know, I, I'd be very interested in knowing how your school is doing their summer marketing and their summer retention. So, that's going to wrap it up for today's episode. Like I said, it's a little shorter episode than last week when we talked about websites. Um, but uh, I think it's it's good for us to, we're halfway through the summer. And, uh, you know, I'm still open to hearing what you're doing uh, for your summer. And uh, maybe there's some things I can adjust and tweak in my summertime. So, uh, pop over to the Facebook group and uh, give us your two cents and what you're doing. And don't forget to leave a rating and review for the podcast on uh, iTunes. I would greatly appreciate it. Until next week, strive for excellence.